If we write books with a deep sense of responsibility, believing that the book is written for our future selves to read in the next life, then perhaps there would be fewer falsehoods in the world. And if the knowledge created within human civilization was such that its creator could honestly answer why it was conceived, then the culture shaped by this knowledge would not lead humanity astray. This quote might be a bit lengthy, but it came about while I was reflecting. I was searching for the why behind my own actions, which became the starting point for writing my book. We are Buddhists, but if we don't aspire for Nirvana, how should we navigate our lives without going astray? Thanks to the 10th Galama Sutta left by the Buddha, which states, Do not believe even if I myself said it, according to the Dharma transmission of Phra Dharma Kosakarya or Buddha Dasa Bhikkhu. How do we build our knowledge if we don't aim for Nirvana? The aforementioned knowledge quote is from my own creation. This message was conceived from the decision to write a book for myself in this and future lives nearly 20 years ago. Given my current perspective that in this lifetime, I have no desire to teach anyone anymore. All I can do is write. I write books and leave them for my future self to read in the next life. But this act also serves as a form of merit for others. Don't let your subconscious mind dismiss this vital information before your mind and soul reject the existence of this truth. The cost in our life's operations is the time of life we have lost. The diagram in the book that allows us to understand and summary of the previous episode are as follows. Goals and attitudes can significantly diverge over time, even though the starting point may seem identical. As time passes, the paths may differ greatly beyond what we initially imagined. In order to walk a path in life that yields profits, we must first consider what we are willing to exchange our lives for, something that is most worthwhile. In this context, I would like to discuss the ordinary way of living in today's society without the need to change our life's framework to become a monk or renunciate worldly possessions. Because if the value of renunciation is significant enough for us, then our goal is to achieve nirvana, which is the goal of all monks, to learn more about Nirvana, you will need to read more about it. But if we ourselves still know that we have not yet given up our worldly life, so what is the highest desire of being in our current life? If we look at the current society, which we call capitalism, what is the ultimate desire of the capitalist society? If we look at the word capitalism, it means that we favor those who have capital. This is translated by uncle, not referring to any dictionary. In a capitalist society, people are generally motivated to live their lives in a way that can be converted into capital. The word capital can be a bit abstract, but it can be thought of as anything that has value and can be used to produce more value. In other words, people in a capitalist society tend to admire and emulate those who are wealthy. So let's put it this way. Whoever has money, whoever is wealthy, we tend to emulate them. Whoever has money, whoever is rich, are popular, Therefore, if we still need to live in the current world, we cannot deny the necessity of having money. To obtain money, we have to work. This indicates that if we have to live a normal life in the modern era, we have to work. It would be quite difficult to find someone who can live without working. After working, what can we get? Some people get money, some people get famous, and some people get other things. The results of our work lead to the prosperity of our lives. As we prosper, let's first focus on the material dimension, because in the world of capitalism, prosperity emphasizes tangible achievements. But if we don't work, or if our work doesn't produce results, the life we lose will decline. 
In the system of capitalism, when we look at the outcomes of work, there are two possibilities. If you don't grow, you will decline. If we want to gain profit in our lives, we must choose to grow. It shows that one of the desire that we have already seen even in this capitalist world does not necessarily require us to become monks. We desire grow, but it's worldly grow. Our prosperity under the influence of the knowledge framework that has come into our lives is mostly a story of the capitalist world. Prosperity can also be seen as a big house, a big car, fame, and a job with a high salary. If we consider the current world as an example, putting material prosperity at the forefront as mentioned before, apart from exchanging our lives for capital, we may have to use many other things in exchange. For example, if we want to have a good job, we have to study hard. This means that we may have to sacrifice time with our parents. Rural children may have to move to the city or capital to study. They may also have to go abroad to study, which can be difficult for their parents. Some children may even cry themselves to sleep every night. The things we exchange for prosperity are not just our own lives. For example, one more example, let's say we graduate from school and come back home. It turns out that there are no jobs that are suitable for our skills. We cannot work in our hometown anymore. We have to move away from our parents again. Our family life starts to drift apart. Sometimes, in order to prosper, we have to abandon our parents behind. These situations happen to be normal until they become commonplace. Uncle calls this phenomenon the separation of work and life. The following are some characteristics that indicate that our work and life have become separated. Our kid and Ta Rusuk sing the Rusuk Rusuk begin to take different paths. For instance, we might Rusuk going back home to visit our parents, but our kid tell us that it's better to continue working since the task is not yet completed. Therefore, if we observe the acquisition of material or worldly prosperity, which is framed by the capitalist world, we must exchange it for happiness. When we consider what we want now, besides prosperity, we also want happiness. The ultimate desire of people in the present era can be seen as two major goals, namely, happiness and prosperity. Working with kid will lead to prosperity, but at the cost of life and happiness. By putting the capitalist world at the center of our lives, we will certainly achieve material prosperity, but happiness is not guaranteed. It may be because working requires the use of our hawk-hid brains to think, which leaves less time for our haughty hearts. Two words that uncle must use to transliterate. Hawk-hid and haughty are important concepts that require an entire book to explain in detail. They will be covered extensively in another big book, where I will provide thorough explanations and elaborations on these topics. For now, take the preliminary information that Hawkhead is the data that comes out of the brain. Haughty is what is data that comes from the heart. However, if we completely disregard material prosperity, we will not be able to live in the current society. It may require a complete change of lifestyle, such as becoming a monk and abandon the world. This is not the point that I will take us there. We are considering how to live in the current world in a way that our lives have meaning, even if we are not ready or not brave enough to completely renounce the worldly life. The meaning that aligns with the teachings of Lord Buddha, when we achieve just something, even just a little, we call it a profitable life or contentment. What is contentment? How can we find contentment, both happiness and prosperity, in our current lives in order to transform the time of our lives that we lose every day into something suitable according to our desires? 
if we ourselves still do not know the cause of happiness and prosperity, but we have already exchanged our lives for things we do not know the cause of happiness and prosperity. What else will we exchange our lives for? Because sometimes when we lose time we may only get fun and changes in return. We may not find happiness and prosperity. Next, uncle will take us to consider the causes of both happiness and prosperity. Once we understand the causes of happiness and prosperity, dividing our life between the two becomes a matter that each of us must consider and find the appropriate balance for ourselves moving forward. The profits of each individual are not the same. Once we understand our own desires and what we should seek in life, our journey to gain profit in life will continue. Wishing you happiness and prosperity on your journey. Luang Mai, Uncle Mai Jaidi. Questions for this chapter that Uncle want we to think about. If we ourselves still do not know the cause of happiness and prosperity, but we have already exchanged our lives for things we do not know the cause of happiness and prosperity. What else will we exchange our lives for? In an era flooded with vast volumes of information, it's more crucial than ever to possess the ability to discern truth from fiction. As streams of data surge around us like tumultuous waves in an endless sea, a lone individual amidst a deluge of scattered information is attempting to find their way. The ability to navigate these waters becomes paramount. Without the vital skill to separate genuine information from falsehoods, our life's trajectory can be severely affected. As beautifully articulated in the truth quote from the book, read before the meaning of your life is lesser on page 204. In an era overloaded with information and a plethora of news, if we cannot revive such a skill, how are we to distinguish what is true from what is false? Reviving the human skill of creating knowledge is paramount for people to maintain the essence of life. This allows us to independently discover what is true or false. It is imperative not to be dismissive. Don't let your subconscious mind cast aside this crucial knowledge before your very essence rejects the reality of our current predicament. Don't let your subconscious mind dismiss this vital information before your mind and soul reject the existence of this situation. Let us not forsake the opportunity to seek solutions to this pressing issue. Read before the meaning of your life is lesser.